Hello. Hi, everybody. How y'all doing tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So tonight we've decided to go talk about the Cloverfield movies, since we've just recently found out that there's a new one in the works, and um, they're not all winners, but some of them are favorites. Yeah, we were gonna... Originally, tonight, we were going to do, uh, what is it, 10 Cloverfield Lane? Yep, yep. Yeah, the the middle one out of them. There's three right now, Cloverfield, and there's 10 Cloverfield Lane, and then the Cloverfield Paradox. And uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane is pretty good. I like it a lot. John Goodman's in it. I mean, it's hard to go wrong there. Um, but, you know, we're really excited about the new one coming out, and we like creatures and stuff like that, so, like... Ultimately, we decided to go to the first movie and then kind of, like, talk about them all. Right? Yeah. 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 Talk about them all with loose, light touches on the Cloverfield Paradox, because we all know it's a real stinker and uh, didn't really have to happen at all. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of just like a worse version of Event Horizon, which is a cool old movie, I thought. At least it's old now, right? Yeah. I mean, 90s. It's old, it's old now, yeah. Dude from Jurassic Park is in it. Uh, who else is in it? I don't remember. Lawrence Fishburne. Morpheus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in it. <laughs> he's in it. I, I wish it was the movie where he had that really sick bowl cut that you see sometimes in the memes, but it's not. It's not that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's kind of like that, where like the two, uh, you know, dimensions collide and like. You know, like the woman in Cloverfield Paradox who, like, becomes part of the ship. Mm-hmm. And all the cables come in. It's cool. It's a cool scene to see. Yeah. It's, it's very uh, disturbing, which is good. But, nonetheless, the movie took a big shit on our expectations. And, and on the Cloverfield universe overall, you know. <clears throat> um, definitely lacked in creatures and um, kind of just, it just missed the mark completely and I feel like that's just the consensus on that one yeah for sure but recently we got we got word we got the word from the bird <laughs> what is it oh, there's a new Cloverfield movie <laughs> there's happening. a new one there it's in the works right now um, by popular demand uh-huh. and it's supposed to be one that is more uh, based on a central story as the first movie was, whereas the other two kind of had their own things going on and then were loosely connected to the main storyline. So, we're excited to see where that goes. Yeah, hopefully more creatures. What I think everybody really wants is, and I know you shouldn't always just give everybody what they want. That almost defeats the point of some things. But, ah, fuck it. What I think everybody really wants here is to like see the what like I don't know if you want to say landing or impact or like event people want to see it like they want to see it happen at ground zero and like see some people deal with that in a not found footage way yeah that's another (laughs) thing the new movie is not supposed to be found footage yeah so they want the blockbuster monster you know they want it I mean, I feel like we did get a lot of, like, ground zero in the original movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was found footage. I liked it. 
at the time I like it still but I do understand wanting to see more of the event happening but I think for me I'm more interested in what happens after that yeah um well okay back to 10 Cloverfield Lane though for all we know all that stuff that happens in that movie at the end with like the spaceships and the creatures and stuff you know that could be like that could be ground zero like we don't know what exactly we, we don't know what happened first kind right. of the events of this movie or that movie like we don't really know and then at the end of 10 Cloverfield Lane the protagonist runs off to what was the city Austin Dallas Houston um somewhere yeah, in Texas yeah she was she was looking she was choosing between Baton Rouge and Austin and I think at the end she turned left to Austin I think it was Houston Houston maybe Austin yeah there was a hospital on the radio right so she heads off you know definitely not to New York no which is another questionable thing there like <clears throat> so okay wait it's not in the Midwest then if she's going to either Baton Rouge or Houston yeah yeah who gives a shit? It's somewhere, <laughs> it's somewhere in America, and it's not New York. Yeah. That's the only thing we know for certain right now, is that everything we've seen in the movies to tell us what's going on, other than the one that's in space, <clears throat> tells us that all of the things that hit, hit in the United States, which is pretty close-minded, but I'm sure they're going to expand on that to see how this affects globally. Yeah, was it deliberate? Is there a giant monster in every city or is there a giant monster in every city wouldn't that be nice wouldn't it be nice it would (laughs) it really would oh man um yeah you know instead of like all the alien invasion movies where like there's a flying saucer hovering over like every capital city they just like uh, just like open a portal and let like some giant beast step out into Every city. It's not a portal, though. Well, whatever the hell. Dimension. Plus, another thing that I'm thinking about is that, like... Well... I mean, I guess we'll... We're we're gonna have the movie, the first movie, kind of playing in the background here. Since we've seen it a bajillion times. But, like... We know a little bit more about the ship and... A little bit more close up about some of the creatures, just from the little bit of creature stuff that we saw at the end of 10 Cloverfield Lane, which for one point is that the ship itself looks like it's its own living monster. Oh yeah, underneath the ship has like has a like beak. a mouth. Yeah. <coughs> so I'm wondering if we, I, I can't remember if we find out in the original Cloverfield movie, if we actually see it coming down or not because I feel like I remember thinking that this thing had been living in the Hudson River you know and I, then I thought it, it came out of the triggered. ocean too originally yeah like it came out like some it had been down there and something told it like it's time like it, it was waiting yeah but I can't remember if we saw some kind of downfall first that I don't remember I think now you now that I think about it there's like a, maybe a shooting star kind of or like a comet, or like a flash. I remember that there was some kind something. of big earthquakey bang thing that showed explosions that when they first were triggered to see that something was going on when they all run up to mm-hmm. the roof. But I can't remember if that was just like when the creature starts 
blowing, you know, knocking shit down and fucking things up, or if it's actually a landing. I don't remember if that's specified in in the little bit that we see. Hmm. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember, but I remember when I first saw Cloverfield, the the original one, the one we're gonna hear watch now. Um, I remember a lot of people talking about it like it was like a a a newer take on like a Godzilla kind of movie, and yeah. I think that's what just put in my head that it was living that it was coming out of the ocean. Yeah. So maybe I, like, I yeah I can't really remember if it's yeah. like a Godzilla thing in my head or not either. Pretty sure. There's something falling out of the sky in the scene in this movie. We're going to find out, though. Um, we're not, we really haven't decided. Uh, I think we kind of decided on not deciding <laughs> about episode formats. And uh, it's pretty likely we're not going to play a movie for every episode. But for this one, we're going to. Because, hey, why not? We love this movie. And, um, there's a lot to talk about with this franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we could surely fill up the space and... Hey, no one's really hanging out with anyone these days, so, like, push play when she tells you to and watch a movie with us. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? You wanna, you wanna... I am ready, if you are ready. I'm ready. All right. I mean, I'm gonna get up and pee pretty soon, but that's okay. You're here. We're going. You can take the wheel, too. (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna hit play. One, two, three, play. And again, we're going to have it on low volume so it doesn't interfere with anything you guys are watching or if you're watching it while we are. Um, But yeah, you should definitely tune in for it because if you haven't watched it in a long time, maybe you forgot what a great fucking movie this is, but it's a great movie. Yeah. So... As we were saying, there's a new one coming. We're all very excited about this. Yeah, I... uh, (laughs) There's a lot of work to be done. Um, I'm not going to give the Cloverfield name many more tries. I mean, I I hate to say it that way because I really did like 10 Cloverfield Lane. It's not like that was a bad movie, but like... You know, as we found out after doing just, like, a a minute or two of research about that movie, uh, the script was purchased and repurposed Yeah. to be, you know, in the Cloverfield world, and um, it worked out great. It was cool what they did with that, but, like, I want something from the ground up Yeah. here. (laughs) Yeah, and I definitely, I hope that that's what they're doing. And that's, unfortunately, like, as we all know, Um, that's kind of what went wrong with the Cloverfield Paradox movie is that it was also a purchase script that was revamped to work for the universe and it just didn't it didn't hit the mark on that one Um, and I I really I enjoy 10 Cloverfield Blaine and I think for me like when I first watched it I was slightly disappointed that there wasn't a lot of creature stuff until the end of the movie but the whole first part of it is very good. Yeah, it's way more enjoyable than you would think for, like, one set, one, like, little area and three people. Right. You know, that's something to keep in mind, too. And, I mean, this movie has a really small cast, too. Right. It kind of has to, being when it's a, the found footage thing and everything. Yeah. I just, I feel like it just worked out a lot better, and you can clearly tell that, like, the original storyline, which was apparently a script that was called The Cellar, 
um, for 10 Cloverfield Lane for obvious reasons um, was a much better starting point of a movie than the Cloverfield Paradox, which I think maybe tried to string together this idea of different dimensions and uh, tearing into, I don't know, wormholes or something, and it just didn't it didn't pan out the way it was supposed to. Yeah, well, it was supposed to be called the God Particle originally. Yeah, you the said. God Particle. Yeah, that's kind of a whole. Lot. It was like they these people accidentally did something with a particle accelerator, right? It was um yeah the first. They were trying to find renewable energy to save Earth. Of course, and the they first were. time that they tested the accelerator, is supposedly supposed to be in alignment with when the the monster first appears in the original Cloverfield movie. Oh right, right, right. If you push play on both the movies at the same time, those two things happen at the same time. But yeah. again, uh, Cloverfield Paradox, just like Ten Cloverfield Lane, um, was a script for something else. Mm-hmm. Not related to Cloverfield. So now J.J. Abrams and uh, some other guy, <laughs> they're doing one proper yeah. for everybody. Yeah. I mean, we can say the other person that's working on this with him is Joe Barton. We don't know a lot about him. We do know that he has currently um, been pulled to work on the new Gotham PD show that's connected to the Batman universe for HBO Max, but that's about the totality of our knowledge on this guy. So, you know, take that information. Maybe that makes you excited. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you're just like, whatever. But that's who's working on it. And I'm, I'm really more leaning into hoping that J.J. Abrams pulls his weight on this and pulls it together to create a story that aligns with our original expectations yeah people really need to get their shit together uh making movies anymore um it's just you know i'm not gonna be one of these people that complains about reboots and how everything is taken from something else because i you know i love a good reboot who doesn't and uh, i love a good franchise i'm pretty easy to please sometimes but um come on we need like some new original great things that like stand on their own you know and like this was like a totally in my opinion like unique yeah take on the giant monster yeah unique take (laughs) on the giant monster and created a really fun spin on the whole found footage thing at this point in time when a lot of what was going on was things like Blair Witch Project and stuff like that you know which made me kind of feel a way about found footage like I just didn't want to do it but this one really was like for a long time was one of the only found footage movies that I would watch. Uh, yeah, I mean that th- that horse was beat to death, and yeah. then continued to be beaten yeah. long after. And uh, yeah, this one suffered from none of those like cliches or. Yeah, definitely like created a pall over the whole found footage genre, but um, <clears throat> this one really tried to pick it up, and I think it did well. For sure. For anyone trying to, like, uh, line up with us right now, we're just at the original uh, party scenes here. It says May 22nd, 7.20 p.m. on the bottom of the screen. It's when HUD's doing his first interview. Kind of. Not his first interview. He's, like, um, talking to... What's his name's brother? What's his name? I can't fucking remember. Bon voyage, Rob. Rob is the the brother that's going (laughs) to Japan. The other one... You know, I'm trying to remember without having heard it yet, just based on, like, Jason, yes, because I always think of the part 
Oh, the guy that dies. Right yeah, away at the, the part bridge. when he gets taken out on the bridge and his girlfriend's like screaming his name, and that's her, like, right? yeah, that's how yeah. I remember his name. Is like I can always hear that scream. I don't really even remember seeing this girl in anything else, but she was great. Yeah. movies like this like I just miss having so options for all these new things I feel like in the 90s and the 2000s not that they were in any way comparable to 80s magic and horror they were new you know they all yeah, had new they tried. things they tried to reinvent and they tried to make new things you know scream happened a lot of risk taking yeah a lot of risks were taken in the 90s yeah, and early 2000s. I just feel like now, with the exception of a couple big movies, which we're going to touch on as time goes on, um, <clears throat> a lot of what we're seeing is remakes, you know? And uh, there are just some things that don't need to be touched. Like, I'll watch any remake that comes up for, like, Stephen King stuff, but I'm just going to say, Pet Cemetery didn't have to be remade. It really didn't. The original <laughs> movie is fucking fine. The, the thing is, I'll go see a lot of Stephen King remakes because... I mean, come on, his books are famously a hundred thousand times better than the movies, like, mm -hmm. so a lot of them deserve to be remade, I'm glad it was remade, a lot of my friends were upset about that, but, um, hey, fuck them, whatever. Yeah, but it was its own thing. <laughs> huh? It was its own thing. It was its own thing, yeah. That's fine, too. It doesn't have to be word for word. Um, I just feel like a lot of Stephen King movies maybe do deserve another go-around. Pet Cemetery wasn't one of them. No. That original is fucking great. And they made some creative choices with the new one that didn't have to happen, like... For sure. You know, switching the roles of the children, you know? Yeah, well, whatever. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, I barely even... I think I fell asleep. Did I fall asleep in, I the, in the theater? I don't even know. Maybe. I think I did. I might have. I might have, too. You see this? I had this haircut at this time. <laughs> this is such like a... I had this haircut when I was in college. Just... I mean, every, it felt like everybody did. I know, it's just so fun to go back and watch things. If you just look like, around this party, yeah, I mean, when it's we pretty were, accurate. Yeah, adolescence, <laughs> and there was, there's just like so many things that... It's like those... Um, I saw this TikTok a while ago that was like, tell me that you're from the... Two, that you like grew up in the 2000s without telling me, and it was just like a girl picked up her sweater and she had two just like this two, two tank Peters. tops on one under the other like two different color tank tops and I was like yep yeah because apparently we wanted to be sausages wrapped in tank tops <laughs> it was just about the color and the borders and how it goes with the open hoodie and it's a, it's a whole thing and look there's two necklaces I know I know I did it too I just you know little things like that just yeah, made me I mean, nostalgic I, I guess but like certain kinds of uh, seen gentlemen did the same thing basically seeing gentlemen <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what's a scene gentleman i know what it is but i want to hear you explain it you know just like emo kids or like pop yeah. punk guys that's like the classic two tank tops and a beanie is it two tank tops though i think it's more like a tank top and then a t-shirt and the tank tops coming out the bottom for scene gentlemen that's true you know why i'm saying two tank tops because i saw a hard times uh post which is like a satire account on Instagram, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about. That was joking about a uh, pop-punk frontman doubling up on tank tops for the winter. 
did see that one too. <laughs> that just like slipped into my mind. Yeah. But yeah. Weird things happened back then. It was it was like Motley Crue mixed with Bratz dolls. Bratz dolls weren't even that much of a. <laughs> but thing no, I just yet. mean like the fashion. Yeah. Of that like crowd was like. There was a, a heavy like when I look back on like scene girl haircuts and even these are haircuts that even I wanted like the big, fluffy. I'm like yeah that is you know Motley Crue you know they're basically just have like Tommy Lee's hair. I mean some of the girls around that crowd that like weren't too obsessed with the bands and the music but were just like they had like crazy hair and were like into being crazy looking were interesting people <laughs> um, yeah but, surprise um, <laughs> surprise he's in defense of the girls of the scene <laughs> was just like everything about it was t- I thought it was terrible very abrasive like uh, very hard to listen to music and stuff It was. he thinks it was terrible and abrasive but the girls they were alright yeah they were alright <laughs> They were right. <laughs> I bet they were, babe. <laughs> Why are we talking about this so much? This is, that's not even what's going on here. There's one girl with two tank tops on, and we started talking about this whole, like, scene girl thing. It happens. Yeah. These are, like, young professionals in New York City here. It's not, though. <laughs> it's not. I love how movies in, like, the 90s and 2000s are always, like, showing us young professionals in the city. Mm. And... They're doing things like running around through the city to like catch a bus or get a cab wearing, you know, a spike kit and heels. And I'm just going to say no woman who works and lives in New York wears that. Even if she is a businesswoman, I guarantee you that bitch has a pair of sneakers in her bag for when she has to leave the office. Why is that the thing? You know how much the studio apartment costs? Look at the size of this fucking thing. That's like two million dollars a month in New York City. Who's living here? This is way better than the friend's apartment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that was a big thing of the time, too, having these, like, friends, open the show, space saying, warehouse apartments that have, like, rafters and stuff like that and brick accent walls. And it, they always make uh, yes. it look like this is, like, a fun, cheap artist loft. But that's just expensive. Those are, like, the most expensive. Yeah. I, I mean, that existed around that time in abundance in, like, West Philly. <laughs> You know, no, like I, the wild, wild west. Yeah, I mean, west they, Philly, but, uh, they not do here. exist in New York, too. I'm just saying they're not like the affordable apartments in New York. They're know, very expensive. Because it's crazy in Philly. But like here, this is like, you know, they're right in the middle of everything here. Right in the middle of everything, which is New York City and uh, seems to be magnets for monsters. All the movies. That's where they go. I mean, at the same time, though, like, are they supposed to be, like, rich in any way? I mean, we're kind of flipping back and forth between what Hud is recording and what he's recording over. And it's showing them on the subway and stuff. And I don't know. If they're really supposed to be, like, living in Manhattan, I doubt they take the subway. No, it doesn't matter. It, none of that shit matters. I was just, like, commenting on, like, how you always see this setting in these movies where, like, it's these, like, really, really young people who are just kind of supposed to be, like, regular, but they're in these crazy apartments in New York City. That's just, that's it. That's yeah. It. Yeah. I feel like the same kind of, like, misconstrued situation happens for things in California. Like, 
having like moved here now, I'm just gonna say all of the movies that show you like these people with these great houses and whatever. Yes, there are plenty of great houses, but not many people are living there alone. <laughs> Most people are living with multiple roommates just to live here. Yeah, or or they, I don't know, <laughs> or they got you know, bread. It's that simple. Yeah. It's that simple. Got all the breadsticks. We're trying to get all the breadsticks too. One day, maybe. One day. One day. I'd be happy with like a garlic knot. Yeah. All right. So what's going on here? Foosball. Jason, something totally weird is going on. I'm serious. They're right outside. Is he talking about? He's talking about like how nobody knows that um, Rob and Beth have slept together. They have. Oh, this... he's not talking about anything going on yet. No, they're not. They're trying to figure out what happened between Rob and Beth because only. The, the girlfriend here knows that they hooked up so they don't understand why Rob is so upset that Beth showed up with his dude okay <laughs> it's not a monster movie yet no <laughs> not a monster movie yet Lily that's her name Lily <sighs> see like for all we know Right now, as, like, they're having this conversation in the kitchen, not thinking about New York City crumbling yet, the events of 10 Cloverfield Lane could be, like, she could be escaping in the DIY, like, HVAC, or, um, hazmat suit, yeah, HVAC suit, hazmat suit she made. I don't think that's it, though. No? I think that it's, like, this timeline lines up in the way that this is probably the part where she's just driving away from her fiance and is about to get hit by uh, John Goodman and like taken to his underground. So right in the beginning, like right when whatever flash happens that they see. Yeah. I think it all happened at the same time. Okay. I mean, I, I like that as an option too. I wouldn't, you know. Yeah. I'm I mean, hopefully like... <laughs> the new movie will like, like better set up a timeline and connection for us but that's what I think because you know as we know John Goodman's character in 10 Cloverfield Lane is supposed to be all prepared for apocalyptic events and everything else and um you know he doesn't ever seem to know about any of the things that are happening in New York and no. I don't see how the two things could happen in the same universe without other people knowing unless they happen at the same time. So everyone is cut off from the media. That's at true. The same or just time. like too busy dealing with their yeah. own shit. You know, like that that's what I think. Is that there's no way that they don't that both worlds or both movies seem don't know what's going on with the other unless they happened at the same time. Yeah. And you know, as you're saying this, it kind of I feel like JJ Abrams uh, might be the kind of guy that would like what would the right part of the movie be not like a plot twist but like a, a pivotal scene or like a very important scene of a movie where it just flat out shows you like oh this is when that happens in that movie and it's also when it ha this happens and right, the which... like there would be like a that's what I think that's one of the things I want out of this next movie is like some kind of chain link. Yeah. And that's that's I think what they tried to do with the Cloverfield paradox by throwing in the last like five minutes the monster from the first movie at the it, end of yeah, that. Yeah, but they did one. that in Ten Cloverfield Lane too with the last fifteen minutes. But so it like... wasn't the same monster. It wasn't the same <laughs> no, monster. Totally new monsters. 
So like we didn't see that this was a direct connection. We're still open to speculate that this is different invasions or something. You know, we don't know yet. Okay, here we go. And we just saw the screen or the camera shake. I didn't see anything. Yeah, just all the power went out, but we didn't actually see anything fall from the sky. I don't know why. You know what? I, I really think it feel is... like he was already under the water. I feel like you hear maybe there's like a radio thing or No, they run up to the roof and then there's like explosive things, but I don't know if that's like debris or um, something coming down from the sky. This really is. What does like this say here? Tanker cap sizes. Okay, so that's tanker cap sizes because wait, he's wait, wait. in the water. He, because yeah. he's in the water. So he takes down a boat. That's going to be the first thing that he did, which again leans into my my theory that he did not come down. But you at don't. This okay, time. wait. You don't like the idea at all because with the Cloverfield paradox, you know how like two dimensions kind of like join at the same time, and that's why it, like that lady get becomes a part of the ship and like. There's a fucking giant monster at the end that follows the yeah. landing yeah. pod. Um, so what if, like, whatever this event was that caused this to happen, like, that monster wasn't underwater and it didn't fall from the sky. It just kind of appeared where the tanker was because the two... From a different dimension. The two universes or dimensions, whatever you That's want to call possible. them. That's possible. They merged and now that monster and the tanker... Explosion. Yeah, were existing in the same space at the same time. So obviously the tanker lost that competition. Right, and I think that's totally possible. I'm just saying that I don't, like, what What I'm firmly leaning into is that he didn't come down from the sky. No, I don't think so either. So, I don't know if that means he was in the water, or if he's coming from another dimension, and it was a triggering from yeah. the Cloverfield Paradox and the dimensional um, merging. I want the dimensional. I want dimensions. <laughs> yeah, but if we're and in this... dimensions, there needs to be a lot more panning out for this to there make sense. There will be. That's easy. They will. That's what I want. And here, these explosions are the military, right? I don't know. I don't know yet. Yeah, I think they're already trying to deal with uh, the monster. Here comes Lady Liberty's cabeza. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> I love how there's always just like a dude in the background, like, oh my oh god! My <laughs> Is the, uh, is the scream in this movie? The Wilhelm scream? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. The, like, that famous scream that's in all the movies. It's in all I the think Star so. Wars movies. You know, yeah, I know like what you're talking fucking... about. I, I think so, but I'm not sure. I know, we were that's talking... the first time you see this. Like, you see a trace of him, and it's just like you see there's something large over there, but you can't see what it is. Honestly, I do like the monster in this. Yeah. But my favorite thing, my favorite creature in this movie is the little, as I called them earlier, the subway shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Subway shrimp. Such a great name. They're um, great. No, I, yeah, I like the monster a lot. It doesn't look like any other monster, really. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like Godzilla at all. No. You can't really no. compare them. And I just kind of feel like the little bit of creatures that we did see in 10 Cloverfield Lane were just, like, not super intimidating to me. Like we, really? 
We watched it the other day, and I called them metallic butthole monsters. Okay, yeah, fine. But let me tell you something. That that metallic butthole monster reminds me of uh, this thing called a lamprey, which is like a little eel kind of thing with like a circular butthole mouth. Yeah, like a circle like butthole full of teeth for a face. And um, I was swimming in a river one day, and I was in a part that was like three feet deep, and uh, you know I went under like all the way because it was really clear. It was really sunny out. I could see everything, you know. So, like, I went underwater, and I was just kind of, like, floating and, like, pushing up with my hands to, like, keep myself underwater, just, like, chilling. And I looked to my left, and I saw just, like, sucking on a rock, because that's what they do. They just, like, latch onto things. And he was sucking on a rock, like, eight inches away from my head. It was, like, this big-ass lamprey thing. And it, like, disconnected from the rock real quick and, like, floated. And, like, I saw its face, like, thing. Like, its butthole sucker face. teeth. Which was only, like, you know, this big around, but... It wanted to butthole you. You don't want to see that. It was going to butthole you. It was going to butthole my face with its butthole fangs. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did we say butthole? Babe, listen to me. I didn't go swimming for another, like, three years after that. Like, I was non... Aquatic. No, I hear you. I hear you. That was it. I'm over. So you're talking about one that's like six feet tall and weighs like what? What did that thing look like? It weighed eight hundred pounds. Oh, I, the, yeah, the one from Ten Clover. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was big. I get that. And it wasn't exactly. You know, I I liked that they connected it with um, Howard, which is John Goodman's character in that movie. His. Uh, how Emmett was talking about that he had this whole oh, theory mutant space about worms. mutant space worms. I know. Which I think was kind of what they were trying to reference there with the butthole yeah. monsters. I love that Howard gets vilified in that way. Yeah. Fucking Howard. Fuck Howard. Fuck Howard, but he was a great villain. Uh, we're talking about John Goodman's character in 10 Cloverfield Lane again. Um, I thought he was great. Yeah, obviously you're supposed to fucking hate him. He's the bad guy, but like, he's a great bad guy. He's a good he's bad, a guy. bad guy. Yeah, he's a good bad guy. I just, you know... And he's the kind of bad guy that you believe he doesn't get the opportunity because, you know, like, the world is ending. But he's like a... He could have been redeemed. or that Like, there could have been some kind of saving grace for him. Like, let's say they all got out into the world and they had to survive together. Like, I think he could have came around. Could he have? Because he already crazy killed another asshole. little girl. Did he? Yes. That's proven he killed her? Yeah. She went missing. Emma said that she went missing two years ago and that she never showed up again. And that was her earring. And he lied to Michelle about who she was and said it was his daughter. This girl never came back and she had like the scratched help in the glass and the blood. That was her help. Yeah. I'm forgetting major details. So, and then like right after that, he pulls out the fucking vat of acid. So clearly she tried to escape and fucking melted her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No saving Howard. No. He was still a good bad guy. He was still a good bad guy. Because he's just not, like, outwardly evil. He's fucked up. In right. Ways. And you can't... And that's the whole point of going back and forth, of her not trusting him and then trusting him, and then she finds the, the help scratched into the window. You know, like, you're supposed to feel like like she does. Like, you don't know how to feel about him. Yeah. Uh, do you need another one? Do I? Yeah, I guess I do. That was one of the questions I wrote in the notebook yesterday when we were watching Ten Cloverfield Lane, because um, originally that was what tonight's episode was going to be on. But uh, yeah, when you first saw that movie, how long did you 
believe Howard? Like, was there any part of you that felt like, oh, maybe we're supposed to feel like this guy is the bad guy, but maybe he's really not? He's just, like, kooky and... Did, was there any part of you that felt like that? Um, I feel like probably around the same point when she started to feel a little bit more trusting towards him than yeah, I did, like too. When, when it put his that um, That point would be when she steals the keys and goes upstairs. Oh, and the, the lady And the lady, yeah, that had been touched by the poison gas, um, which actually we're going to come back to the poison gas. Um, the lady that has been touched by the poison gas, and she realizes that there is, in fact, poison gas, that Howard didn't right. just, like, you yeah. know, burn up some pigs in his front yard <laughs> and say that the world was ending, you know? Yes, that's a, that's a pretty pivotal scene. Don't they have some kind of, like, I don't know what to call it, like, some kind of, uh, like, isn't that where the montage happens? Like, after that, they kind of, like, get along for a minute? Yes, there's, yeah. after that... Once they move on from that, she does the stitches on his head because she hit him in the head with the bottle. And then they do the whole little, like, musical montage with I Think We're Alone Now. Yeah, it's the only song in the movie, I think. Puzzles, doing the puzzles and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just them existing in the the little bunker. Yeah, that part of that movie uh, is very nice. I like that part of that movie. It's a good. Yeah. It's like in the perfect spot where you just need like a a reprieve. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, another another little slight point that I thought about—not even a point, but a question—that I thought of when we were recently watching that is the poison gas, um, and. Are these, like, are these two completely different monster situations? There's nothing in this movie about poison gas. No, I, yeah, I don't know, because that, that whole ship situation in Ten Cloverfield Lane, uh, that, that whole thing is so confusing. There's so much going on there, because it's, like, a ship, clearly, that it has, like, lights and, like, metal parts and, uh, you know, hard angles, and it looks like a, a vehicle. You know, it has searchlights, but it also has tentacles, and up underneath it, it has, like, a beak mouth, like an octopus would, kind of. You know, like how an octopus has, like, a beak underneath? Yeah. It looks yeah. just like that. and uh, But at the same time, it looks organic, but it seems to be set on, like, a rhythm. Did you notice that? Because she's able to time it. Right. With the yeah. Molotov cocktail thing to, to take one of them down. So it's, like, on a set, like... Open chomping uh, yeah. rhythm but it looks so who knows what the fuck I kind of like that it's like these things are otherworldly or from a another dimension so like why would we understand anything that's going on you know right. you kind of you should have a hundred questions yes I do believe we should have a hundred questions <clears throat> but we're three movies into the Cloverfield world now I know. This one better not and be just I a half And I feel like everyone band-aid. gives me more questions and no answers. You know? Which I will say... Look at this stupid fucking Sephora building. You know, not to be, like, you know, ridiculous about this. And I know you haven't watched the show, but, like, that was a big joke for me when I was watching Lost. Is that every fucking episode, which is also J.J. Abrams, every episode was, like... You had a million more questions and no answers. Okay, but I only like that if we get this next movie that gives us, like, some answers. Yeah. No, I know, I know. And I'm hoping that it will, too. I'm just saying, you know, 
it's his style to do this, to give us a bunch of installments of things and not really know what's going on for a long time. And even at the end, you know, of Lost, it's uh, questionable and um, still confusing. And if the ending is what everybody believes it to be, not super satisfactory. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you didn't want I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to give it a try. The show itself was good. I didn't love the ending. So, yeah. that was just my opinion. But again, we've seen him do some good things. Like, he also was working on Lovecraft Country with Jordan Peele. And that, yeah. so far, is very good. That was cool. Yeah, that had some really cool stuff. It had some heavy-handed writing, but at the same time, it was also one of the best creature yes. fil- things I've seen in a long time. Long it time. was so cool. Yeah, I love And, like, the, the, the main, like, I don't know, the characters were fun. Like, I cared what happened to them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every step of the way, which is very rare yeah. <laughs> nowadays. <clears throat> Let's catch up with this a little bit for people who, if anyone did decide to push play when we told them to. Right now we're looking at news footage of the monster. This is like the longest shot of it you get. Yeah. Uh, army hummers and a truck rolling by. Yeah. It's the point when they run into the electronic yes. store to get a phone battery or something. I think so, yeah. A charger or something. Yeah. Now you see the monster again with a spotlight on him. He's behind a building. Looks like he's fucking it up a little bit. Kind of just shambling through the city. You know, he doesn't really fit in New York City. He doesn't seem to be outwardly offensive and... uh that was another thing I kind of liked about this movie, you know. Is that he's not running up in here and just like, you know, Godzilla stomping everything. He's like, just doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, and that's another reason I kind of want my uh, explanation to be the one. I feel like that would be much more realistic. Like, if all of a the sudden these two dimensions collided and now this giant being who's maybe his planet, or I'm sorry, but like its planet is a uh, hundred times the size of Earth. Right. It just doesn't fit in New York City. Here comes you know, the subway like, shrimp. There they go. <laughs> and that's another thing, too. Like, if he is merged in from another dimension, of course he would be scared to shit, you know, and just start yeah. dropping his defense mechanism creatures yeah. and whatever, you know, because you're, like, shooting bombs at him and stuff. I mean, and then by the end of the movie, he fucks up everybody. But, like, by the end of the movie... He's mad. He's had how many missiles blown up on yeah. his head. Yeah. You know, maybe taking a helicopter to the face a few times. I'd be fucking pissed too and chew on some people. Yeah, I mean, let's, <laughs> let's, let's try to side uh, on the side of the creature, of the monster, and say that he is merged into this world, is just as confused and scared as everybody else is, and is just trying to understand why he's being attacked right now, and not that he's like this evil alien that's here to with it like a mission to take over the world or to kill everybody or something yeah what if it's literally just like that planet's equivalent of like a goat how big would a planet have to be for (laughs) that to be a goat yeah that's why i said like a planet that's like a hundred times the size of earth or something i think that if he was from a planet where he was like the size of a goat that he would probably just be like I meant more intelligence level, you know, just like an animal that's like a... I know, I know, but I mean, he would probably just like not even be bothered by the buildings. He would just be like, oh, a tic-tac, and he'd just like (laughs) step on it. I'll just squeeze in here. Watch out, (laughs) there's a blade of grass. 
There he goes, Rob, running down Stupid to save Rob. his lady. It's not even his lady, really. It's not his lady. He's got to go tell her that she is Because now lady. is the time to proclaim your love after you just, you know, uh, Babe, this is the time. Come on. This is the time. This is the ultimate hero's quest. There's a literal giant monster, and she's trapped in a tower. Come on. It'd be scary as hell, but I'd be running to go save your ass, too, with, like, half a smile on my we face. We're engaged, okay? If we had been close friends for a long time and hooked up once, and then you were moving away, and then this happened, I cannot... I don't think you would be running to Okay, but they didn't just hook up once. They, they clearly did. had this whole thing with this, like, video they like, made. No, these. babe, that was all I know they just hooked one... up once, but it was, like, very memorable, and there was all the history and the connection. They were best friends. Fine. I'm just... It would be like if the world started ending when we went to the drive-in. You wouldn't have come to save me. I would have came to save you. Why? I would have come to fucking save you. No, you wouldn't. Okay, that's fine. You could think that, but you would have been saved. Okay, all right. Here we go. Army guys are going <laughs> to save the fucking day. They're shooting at this building-sized monster right now with their little boot Leave boots. him alone! It's not doing a goddamn thing. He doesn't know what's happening. <clears throat> Bazooka. I... You Look, know what sucks? Oh, my God. He's, like, yelling. He's like, please don't. Oh. <laughs> we got to make sure that we live the kind of lives where we could one day know what it's like to fire a bazooka. Unnecessary. No, come on, you want to. Why? You play video games all the time. Don't you just want to shoot a bazooka at bazooka. like a pile of hay or something or like an old car on like a crazy range? I I don't know. I feel like I'd rather like at some point just like try out like a machine gun or something, but I don't really know if I need to do I've done that before. Damage. That's amazing as well. But uh, <coughs> yeah, There should be a theme park where you could shoot rocket launchers at like video game monsters and like you know they're like made like big like that's some really terrible like American <laughs> shit right there there, sh- there should not be a theme park where you can shoot bazookas <laughs> alright no All right. it's not a thing that's needed uh, we just saw the monster's face in like the full frontal I had those shoes like eight times that were just on screen I, I didn't um, see the shoes whose shoes are they I think they're HUDs they were Nike blazers in black and white okay suede mid tops good shoes um yeah monster face monster face don't call him monster can we give him a name uh, like a, a nice name let's call him lenny i wasn't naming him monster face i was saying let's that's the first lenny, time we though. see the monster's face in the full why are we calling him lenny because he's like a big monster in a tiny space and he's just like killing all these people by accident oh so like of mice and men men you're going there yeah. That, that kind of Lenny. Yeah. He's a Lenny. And that's all leaning into, like, if he's a dimensional merge, here by accident, doesn't know what's happening, monster. But I'm going to lean into it. All right, fine. Lenny. His name's Lenny. Or uh, Lenny. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have a beak, too? Lenny? No, Lenny has, like, a... It's what kind of fucking It's like a weird claw like face. It's like... There's like two prong teeth on the top and two prong teeth on the bottom. We need to get a Cloverfield monster, like figurine, something toy up in here on right the on. shelves. Yeah, I think that's a something. good idea. I never can remember what it looks like. I feel like we could stare at a picture of it. Well, it's then... because it's one of those, <laughs> yeah, one of those monsters that you only see for like a minute here, 
30 seconds there, you know, and it's not even a full view, you know. Yeah, which is which is great. I will say the shoes that um, Lizzie Kaplan is wearing here, I had shoes just like that. I have, I think, still shoes just like that. Mm. Like wedge boot thing. Not to make this like a sidetrack about shoes here, but like (laughs) that, yeah, that particular pair of Nikes, that model, the Blazer mid, was like my guilty pleasure for a while because I didn't feel good buying Nikes at the time. But I did anyway, multiple times, many times. So there you go. Fun, uh. Shoes are shoes. Fun fact. Who's this guy on the phone with here now? He's telling his mom that Jason's dead. Mm. His mom like got a hold of him finally now that he has the phone hooked up. Yeah, we were talking about something completely different. I know, and this poor guy, happening. poor Rob is telling his mom that Jason's dead, and we're like, Nikes! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <sighs> this makes me want to go to New York. I miss New York so much. I miss New York a lot. I don't really miss Pennsylvania that much at all. No, I don't miss Pennsylvania, but I miss New York. When I was talking to my cousin the other day, she was like, well, maybe you guys should come and visit here then once all this COVID shit is over instead of me going to California. She was like, I know you miss New York. (laughs) Oh, really? I thought she was, I thought I heard her talking about bringing Elijah out No, she did. She did. First, she said that she was going to (laughs) come here. And then I was talking about how, you know, we wanted to go there, that we had other people to visit and stuff like that. I don't remember exactly what I said, but then she was like, well, maybe you guys should come here first. If um, I go to New York and we're going to stay with her the whole time, then it has to be a secret mission, which I don't even want to do. Cause like, a secret mission? Who else is over there that really matters that we would like have to secret mission to? Which, by the way, it's not really a secret if we're talking about it on the podcast. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> I have family members that listen that don't listen to the podcast but would see through other family members on Instagram if there were like story posts or whatever that I was in New York. Nobody follows and then my it would cousins. Be like, no, but they follow me. Who's in New York? You. What, your grandparents? They are, but also like cousins who would be the ones who would see it on social media and then it would go through the grapevine. Okay, we lived on the East Coast for how long and I haven't met any of your cousins except for the ones that live with your grandma in Pennsylvania. Fuck it. We don't even have to talk about this. We'll just tell everybody and be like, we're hanging out with this person. Sorry. If we have time, we have time. If yeah. we don't, we don't. I'm just saying, like, everybody has the freedom to buy a plane ticket to do a thing, <clears throat> you know, and I'm not obligated to I mean, we kind of don't. Everybody. What? have that freedom right now. No, but I'm just saying, like... I'm not going to do that. I used to do that all the time when I lived in Pennsylvania, and then every time I went to New York, I felt, like, obligated. Like, I had to tell everybody I was there and make all the stops, and it just makes the whole trip so stressful. It does. So fuck all of you. If we (laughs) Not fuck all of you, but, like, if the time needs to be made where it needs to be made, whether it's us doing it or them doing it, then the efforts will be made. And if not, then they won't. I'm just saying, like, we've been together for a while now, and I haven't met everybody. So people that I haven't met... I don't give a shit if they want to see you when we go to New York because they haven't made any effort until now. Okay, we don't have to go on a tangent like this. I'm just saying all the movies make me want to... Make them, <laughs> they all make me miss New York. Oh my god, yeah. This got out of hand. Here come the Subway Shrimpies! Yes. You know what I love about the Subway, subway Shrimp? Other than their like, amazing silhouette when they break open a body? 
um, is that when they attack, they have this super fun noise like a shark, and they're like, ang, 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 ang. yeah, that is pretty fun. I love that. It was pretty fun. Um, I like how terrible they are. They're very scary because they're really fast, and even if they don't just eat you, they just well, have to you bite see, you. You see what happens. Yeah, yeah. they just have to bite um, you, and you're done. That's horrible. Donezo. Yeah, the way she dies is very bad. I know. She died <laughs> saving HUD. You know, I, it seems like a little detail, but I just feel like killing a character like her in a movie like this back then was like a very bold move. It was a bold move. <laughs> it was very... Like, I'm just saying, like, you could have just killed Lily. I'm just saying, like, like Jason's dead already. HUD has feelings mm. for her, and they kill her. Jason's dead already. Lily already feels like she doesn't really have anything now. You know, I feel like if you're going to kill off one of them. And, like, we kind of love HUD. So you can't take Oh, he's Hud. great, yeah. You can't take Rob. You already took Jason. You can't take both brothers, you know, when they're, like, the kind of the main people here. So Is I he just... the fucking dude? Uh... Is he in Deadpool? Is it the same guy? Who? HUD. His character? Who's yes. The, it is him. It is him. Okay, I thought so. I thought you, you were looking at me like you were about to be like, no. Uh, no, I thought you meant idiot. Rob. I was like, who the fuck is Rob in Deadpool? Okay. But no, Hud is the, the bartender. He's uh, What's his name? Weasel or something? I don't know. He's his, uh, Deadpool's friend at the bar. I think the character's name in the comic book is... Or no, the character in the movie is based on two separate characters in the comics, and one of them's name is Weasel. I don't know if that's his name I can't in the back movie. that up. So, if that's what you say, then I believe it. It is. So, uh, they're still on the subway now at this point that we're watching here. Um, oh, we're about to see the shrimpies. Yeah. They're stopping to listen. If anybody hasn't really noticed before and the shrimpies are coming, really take a listen to their attack noise because it's pretty adorable. Yeah, we talked about that noise in the last episode we did. In uh, Color Clowns. Is that what it was? Because I thought that it was like, I thought that when I made that noise that you thought it was cute, that it was about sharks. Yeah, you talked about it, that, yeah, it had nothing to do with Color Clowns, I don't think. No, it didn't. Oh, here they come. Here they come. Night vision shrimps. (laughs) Ah! You see that? They jumped on Lily, but Lily doesn't get bit. How is that fair? Yeah, I don't know. And they jump... God, what is her name in this? I keep calling her just calling her Lizzie Kaplan. I don't remember the character name. It's like Mara or something, or... I don't remember. I just feel so bad, you know, that she tried to save him. She did save him. And she gets bit. Yeah. And Lily just gets saved. But she's a you little bit more disposable You know what I think it was? I think right she now. got tackled and, uh... Like, as soon as she hit the floor, what's-his-face, Rob, was already, like, right up in the subway shrimp's face. So, like, it switched its attention to him right away. It didn't even really bite her. It tried to go, like, fight him at the same time. You know? Because, like, as soon as the light goes on them, it's already looking at him. Like, it's on top of her. Yeah. But it's looking at him. You mean when Lily got jumped? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it saw him run up right, right away. I just feel bad. I know. (laughs) <laughs> Marlena. I knew it was something like that. Marlena. 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 Oh. Got both your tank tops. You know what it is, too? 
is like she's the character I relate to in this because she's so like passive aggressive and sarcastic you know like I don't relate to Lily other than feeling bad for her when Jason dies I don't like feel a connection with her but I do feel a connection with Lizzie Kaplan's character and for her to die it just sucked Hmm. and I get it you have to have somebody else die besides Jason but uh. I mean everybody dies <laughs> oh my god you're right no, I just <laughs> they all die <laughs> yeah well you know what we talked about this the other day yesterday when we watched the other movie and we don't definitively know okay that Beth and Rob are dead at the end of this. We know there was an explosion, and they said their goodbyes, but there's yeah. supposed to be... Um, there's not supposed to be. People are speculating that some characters from other movies are going to pop up in this new one, and I do think that maybe it's too late to bring in characters from this first movie, because, like, how old would they be? It might just throw off the whole timeline of things. But um, people are thinking that maybe... Um, Michelle from 10 Cloverfield Lane is going to show up in the next one, which I think is a really good idea. I think it's a great idea. I really hope so because when she, when we leave off with her at the end of 10 Cloverfield Lane, she's a total badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we were talking about it yesterday when we were watching the movie and she like comes out with her homemade um, shower curtain, hazmat shower suit, curtain, two has, liter yeah, coat, bottles, like a ducky and the glade on thing. her front. And then like the ducky's back is on her back, but his little. His little wing looks like a D. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like she has like a little superhero emblem going on or something. Right. Like her her origin story suit, like Spider-Man's original right. homemade wrestling outfit. You know what? And I wonder, like, like, what are your thoughts on the end of the movie? With Like, why do you think she chose to go to Texas instead of Baton Rouge? Because she fucking threw a flaming wine bottle in the mouth of a spaceship and took it down so when she heard the radio that was like if you can fire or know anything about um what was it medical right stuff probably yeah um come here and so she was like you could see in her face the director was probably like you know you're a badass now you just took down a spaceship with a face you know like you just defeated a monster and a half like so like they wanted like they wanted to give you the impression like obviously she's gonna go to Texas and kick some ass, you know. Yeah. And she's been stuck in a fucking bunker like being a victim for. Right. Not I, not not really being a victim like she's no, always plotting she and like. she was fighting the whole time except for their little montage moment, you know. Well, when he tricked her into like thinking he was okay, yeah. But other than that, she was always trying to get out. So like, clearly they make you think that that character is a fighter. Yeah, so it it all makes sense, and like I could, I want to see a whole movie about her kicking butt. Really, that's I'm what just, I want the next movie to be. And I know, like, this could be completely off base. Maybe it's totally incorrect, but um, <clears throat> I got a weird vibe at the end of that movie, and it happens every time. In like the moment when she pauses, trying to decide which direction to go, and I kind of feel like. For some reason, I get the sense that she had, that she thought there was some kind of trap, and she was going over there to, like, deal with it. 
You really? Know? I didn't get that vibe at all. I know, I know. And a lot of people are probably going to agree with you that they didn't get... I don't know what it is. Maybe it's totally wrong. But as you know, sometimes my ridiculous theories about movies are right. They are, but like I, when she's like at the... I know, it could be completely wrong. I sign know. and like they say that and she like looks at the sign. It's like... To me, it's like she's very worked up, obviously, but like... She... It appears to me that she like right away knows what the obvious choice is and she just kind of like sits there and has like a am I really going to do that moment and then does it right you know but again the lightning flash right after she commits and starts driving towards Texas uh, yeah the lightning flashes and you see like an even bigger ship yeah is like right there like a football field distance away maybe yeah yeah so like does she make it yeah does she even get there like I just kind of feel like... I hope so. <laughs> I feel like something in me was saying that, like, she hears this <clears throat> transmission on the radio and, like, she gets this sense of, like, you can't trust anything and now she feels more uh, more believing in that fact. So she yeah. hears this thing saying that, like, you know, you're supposed to go here if you're going to help or you're supposed to go here for whatever and it just kind of feels like she's just going to go kill whatever's over there. And maybe it's just her whole sense of, like, she's going to go with the fighters, like you said, to go fight the rest of the creatures. But, I don't know, I got another vibe there. So you think that she thinks that's a scam and it's another crazy lunatic trying to lure people? You know, look, that could be, but I'm really getting tired of these... (sighs) Fuck, I hate to say, like, have a whole thing going on during this scene here. Let's just give it a second. Yeah. Um, so what we're watching now is poor fucking Marlena's scene where she's saying she doesn't feel good and her, they realize her eyes are bite. bleeding. Yeah, <laughs> and they start pulling her into the tent and we're about to see this epic silhouette of her body exploding when a creature comes out. Yeah, it's... Oh, there it goes. Uh, okay. What what the hell was I talking about? Uh, we were talking about whether or not we felt like Michelle... Well, how I felt like Michelle was maybe going with different intentions at the end of the movie. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't want to see another thing where it's like, oh, even though there's crazy creatures or... Like, it happens in all the new zombie stuff where it's like people are really still the problem. I don't want to deal with that again. I want to see her go... Take down spaceships with Molotov cocktails. I don't want to see it like, oh man, there's a clan of rapey guys and they tricked her to come here. But there like, are. I know, but like we've seen that a hundred thousand fucking that's, that's times. Can we have a sick ass like sci-fi? If we wanted cre- to be realistic, we, you even get to have like a badass like chick in the lead who's I just know. kicking butt. No, to have she doesn't even have to deal with raping because she doesn't have time. She's too busy kicking ass. I'm just saying, sometimes when we watch like you know apocalyptic or zombie movies where they completely don't even mention the fact that there could be regular human threats in this world now it just kind of feels like no of course they can't leave that out over that fact you can't leave it out but i'm just saying we've seen it a lot like maybe included in the movie but like i don't want to see her subject to being fucking kidnapped and chained to anything again i think she should probably be like no she's not going to be chained to anything else but maybe we'll see her have other you know other battles with regular human issues okay fine and kick ass in them 
because it's still a realistic <coughs> thing. You know, there's still there's always going to be a giant, <coughs> heavy world event <coughs> happening, and the people that are at the bottom of the barrel deciding they're going to take that opportunity to loot or kill or rape amongst all of the chaos, and that's yes. just the reality. I got you. Don't rush me. In my no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not trying to rush you. I'm just saying, like, I get where you're coming from. That's kind of got to be there if they go to go with this whole like, uh, she follows the radio broadcast to a place that is clearly advertising itself as like settled you know like a fortification of some kind like a little bit of a community hanging out so like I get what you're saying she gets there and it's got its own problems which would of course be present in real life but like okay have that there but I don't want that to be the main antagonist is like human drama no I don't think it's human I I just want it to be like a kick ass yeah. Fighting monsters movie, but like not corny or blockbustery. No, no, no. You know? Just, just to clarify here, I don't think it's human. I don't think it's human. I think that it's unrealistic to believe that these creatures that have these crazy ships and tracking and everything else that's going on and their poison gases are not at all aware <coughs> of radio waves of where they can find the remaining people for ground sweeping purposes. So, I'm not saying that I think she's going there because she's going to deal with, like, a human issue. I'm saying that she's going there because it's a trap from the invasion. Oh, wow. That's a, I, that's a whole other layer. Yeah, just, it's not like, I don't think she's going there to deal with rapey people. And, because that would be, like, a <laughs> jump of an assumption for me to make. I'm saying that I think, that I, she I got this vibe that it was, like, a fake broadcast. Yes. Wow, I didn't think that at all, but I mean, hey, that would be interesting. We're, okay, where are we here? They're going up. Is this when they've gotten to her building that's collapsed onto the other building? Is that what I just saw? Yeah, so I yeah, think they're, really cool uh, s- they're going scene. up the steps to the neighboring building because that one's a little bit more standing up. Yeah. Her building's the one that's tilted. Totally tilted, yes. So they're trying to get, like, as far up as they can in this building that is not as tilted. Yeah. And then they, like, climb across. This, These coming scenes here, like, when they actually go onto the roof of the building that's uh, completely tilted, when I first saw this movie, unfortunately it wasn't in theaters, but that was when I, like, I, I really wished I saw this movie in theaters <laughs> when this scene happened. Yeah. Right? We could, we could probably find a place... I bet you there's a lot of theaters around here when whenever the hell the world opens back up that play like just whatever movies you know there's gotta oh, be oh drive-ins yeah community for sure. theaters drive-ins yeah. I want to see yeah. that on a big screen I want to see this one on I miss the screen. drive-in for sure not like the drive-ins here like I miss you know Mahoning here's a, Valley a random yeah. shout out to Pennsylvania <clears throat> I really miss Mahoning Valley drive-in which is where we had one yeah. of our first dates and. <laughs> You know, a lot of great times, and we almost got engaged there. It's a really great landmark place, and a really great mom and pop theater. Whoever it's is, such a great place. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. It I deserves all the shout. That's another thing. Whenever we go back to the East Coast to visit, we are going in spring and summer seasons. So oh my God! Pony Valley. You know what we should do? We should go. Yeah, we should do exactly what you just said, but we should do an episode of this show. At Mahoney Valley Drive, like to oh, a movie that's playing. 
Yeah. Because it'll we already can, be like, like lowered volume, like how we're watching it like, now. We can even like talk to like, the people and have them on the episode. Oh Let's... man. Yeah, we could do like a whole after. Yeah. We we could like stop recording and then do like another episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, they normally do two movies at least. They do, yeah. Yeah, you can like spend the night there and camp out, and that'd be like the one time do, we like, do that. Multiple movies or just two movies. And... Talking about visiting back east and not telling anybody we should visit back east for three days and just stay at the Mahoney Valley drive all three days just like whoever knows we're there can come and stay <laughs> yeah. there too and whoever doesn't then you yeah know, I mean I have a couple of friends bad. back there that uh go to that place quite a bit somehow none of the recent times we went except once Kelly and John showed up yeah I was gonna say at the very least if we're gonna go to Mahoney we gotta see Skelly we gotta see Vinny yeah Skelly you better be listening to this god damn it Skelly I miss you. We, yeah, we miss you. <laughs> I miss being your pot dealer. <laughs> Back that, that was fun. You were the best customer. Very easy. <laughs> if you're going to grab another one, can you please drink one of the uh, fruit carts? Because there's only one truly left and I want to. There's no way there's only one truly left, but sure. I'll drink those. Go ahead and look. Maybe you can put... Oh, I think there's some in the drawer. Check the bottom drawer. Okay. Talk to these people about about what's going on here. Cause right. I'm also gonna go to the bathroom. Okay. And pee. So they're getting up to. Or actually, you know, I think they've already made the jump over to Beth's building because now everybody's really quite slanted, trying to get into this apartment door. I can't even imagine what this feels like. Like, it must feel like being capsized in a ship that's sinking or something. You know, like. This kind of unevenness. Yeah. I've been on, like, homes, you know, multiple story homes and, like, buildings that are being uh, demolished. Not this dramatic, but, like, not how they're supposed to be. And it, uh, it just, like, fucks up your whole. You right. know how, like, when. You go down like the roller coaster, the drop, like it gives you like a weird, thing. like, whoa. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, this is like, anytime I go any place where they have like multiple floors and then like one of them maybe doesn't have a railing wall, it just has clear glass or something and you can see the floor oh, yeah. beneath it. Yeah. It just makes me feel sick. Well, I mean, you've been up to the Empire State Building, I'm sure. Right, no, people who live in New like, York don't go Okay, to fine, State but we went there Actually, I didn't go there for any school field trips Even though we were supposed to, did you? No, I've never been there I've never been there To the Empire State Building? No Okay. It's a tourist thing to do, I'm not a tourist I'm sorry Whatever. Yeah, that's right, you better be sorry I fucking went because it's a tourist thing to do And I was like, I gotta fucking no, At least once And I went up there and like, I really didn't I really didn't enjoy it. I really exactly. Didn't. You don't. Have, nobody has to do that. It's just like a stupid tourist thing to do. Not that it was boring. It's just like okay. That's like people who go to New York and they're like, "Oh my god, it was so great!" And they spent the whole time in Manhattan. Hold on, this or in Times Square. This part of the movie where they rip her off of the rebar. Yeah. That's. I don't know how that bitch didn't just pass out. You ripped me off that shit, I would have just been like, ugh. You would have had to carry me all the way down the building. A bit. 
we're gonna have this conversation in every episode of like an apocalyptic event like this and I'm just gonna say like I'm always gonna be the person that doesn't make it because like I'm just not no listen I would have already fashioned you into a backpack a backpack is right because point. I would have just given up and yeah. just been like this is how I go I wouldn't have let you give up you would have you would still have an energy reserve right now because I wouldn't have given you the opportunity to give up because I know you would give up in 15 minutes. <laughs> so, like... Not just 15 minutes, but, like, let's say something crazy like this happened. No. We have to save your energy for later on at night when we find a place to make shelter and you can tend to my wounds. For Go fuck yourself! That is, like, the most sexist thing you could say! You just agreed with me fashioning you into a backpack because yeah. you were going to give up. Don't talk to me about sex. Not because I'm a woman, but because I'm, like, I... I I'm not well like other people. I just don't think I could fight to live in a situation okay, like Okay, there's that. also reality of the matter, and you're 4 foot 11, and you Go weigh fuck 120 yourself. pounds. I'm 5 feet and a half inches. Okay. 4 foot 11 puts me like in, I might as well be a midget, or whatever is the proper thing to call them. You're 5 and a half. Five feet and a half. When I go to the doctor, they call me five one, and I'm like, eh, it's just five feet. You can call it what it is. Okay, I'm just saying, you're a very small person. You're. Don't talk to me like that. And I'm you just, just offered to be a backpack. This is not about being small. It's about the fact that I know that I need certain things just to fucking survive. Yes. And I don't think like that kind of thing is not going to happen for me. So like, at the end of the world. I'm not going to be somebody's burden. No. I'm like the old lady in the Hunger Games that's just like, it's okay, I'm not going to make it, and I let the poison gas get me. Alright, I'm just saying you're not going to be the old lady with the fucking, taking the poison, uh, I can't even, I can't even speak right now, I get me so frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> taking the poison gas one for the team, okay? We're going, look, see they're running down the street right now, missiles, there's a monster, all that. You'd be, you'd be on, on the back. <laughs> be going. Or like in a basket on a bicycle, like fucking E.T. or something. Look at him go. Blanket over your head. Yeah, look at him. They're shooting him. He has a tail. He's got he like has a, a tail. A tail with like a fin on it. Yeah. It looks like swimmy. Because he came from the water. That's why I said that. Like, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe that puts more into your... Well, now I don't know. Now I'm kind of leaning into the dimensional thing, you know? Yeah. But, um... Well, otherwise, why the fuck would they have bought the script for... But that's the thing, is that, like, we didn't know until we did some research that... Like, and then kind of thought about what if this was at the same time that he could have been from a dimensional merge. We kind of thought he either came from the sky or he had been planted in the water. This is, like, a new yeah. realization. I so, know. I know, I want to I love to too. know this stuff. God damn it, J.J. Abrams. But I love wanting to know, too. I also love wanting to know. It's I like love the wanting to know, thing but is... at the same time, this movie's been out for so long, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's due time. Yeah, it's we should okay. know now. We've we should wanted to know, know by enough. now. I've waited a long time. Yes. For, like, the most recent movie to be a fucking pile of shit, like Cloverfield Paradox, that was just frustrating to watch. I was mad. I was, yeah. I'm still mad. Remember how excited we were? I know! We were so excited! That was just a few years ago. We were like, fuck yeah. We're gonna see what happens next. I mean, didn't. No, tell we didn't. We didn't see what happens happen next. next. And told us about a bunch of characters we don't care about. 
The only thing that that movie added is the possibility that this could be a dimensional merge. Yeah, I don't remember what happened to any of them, but I'm glad it happened to all of them, unless any of them survived, because then I wish they died too. I don't think any of them do survive in that. Okay, good. This scene here where they throw the big missile at the monster for a sec. I, like, Leave him. He's scared. Stop it. Lenny doesn't want this fight. Oh, there you go. Look, stealth bomber dropping bombs. When else do you see that in a movie? He's now, just pooping bombs cool. on him. No! Don't do it to him. Not for a fucking second did I think that was the end of this monster. I wonder, like, did anybody, did you... Did anybody no. think that was it? No. No, these people are like, yeah. Yeah, and only <laughs> these people, and then two seconds later, he eats a fucking helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. See, he eats a I love that. That's my favorite sound bite from the. I want to post that chunk from this. <laughs> it's not Subway Shrimps? <clears throat> No, and then two seconds later, he eats a fucking helicopter. It's way better. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize we, we made it this I know, as far really as far, that's what I'm saying. This movie isn't that long. It isn't that long. But look how much it did. Everybody, I don't know anybody that doesn't like Cloverfield. You know, this movie created the beginning of a universe. Everybody loved it. And here we are, I don't know, how many, 10 to 15 years later, still trying to figure out what the fuck is going to happen now. Yeah, I fucking love this movie. Uh, they, they better do it justice. They better do it justice. I really hope Lenny is just like a sad bystander and things, and like he, we just pissed him off as ugly Americans that bombed him. By the end of the movie, of the new one, he's like, it's like Harry and the Hendersons. And he's like the, this big. Oh, he could be like <laughs> Alf, and he's just like, I'm just gonna eat this building once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but big like a oafish. Good family, friend. family friendly. Yeah, wow, you read my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> family friendly uh, creature. Yeah. We totally miss Hud's death, didn't we? Or is Hud no, right no, now? No, no, He's still filming. Oh my God, Hud! Hud's about to die. Yeah, he's about to die. He gets. Hud is up. maybe like Marlena and Hud are my favorite in this movie. Yep. Good yep. old Hud and his funny jokes. I wish they would have at least fucked. You know, like we didn't have to see it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just, I just mean like. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have to say that. <laughs> yeah. I wish they could have at least like. <laughs> I thought you were gonna think I was being like I know, a pig for a second, so like I threw out a disclaimer. Look at him! Look! Shh! You can't interrupt this. Look! Look at him go. Balls. He has some weird like. Something's going on there, right? Like tentacles in the middle and of what his are these, body. What are these fucking things? And he has like of his head. poking out. Oh, those are like weird. Like his uh, breathing is in his skull instead of out of his mouth. It yeah, looks you're right. like. he doesn't have a beak. He has like predator. No, yeah, face. he has like when he opens, he has like these big prong teeth. There we go. Hud's getting chewed on. Poor Hud. I thought this was so fucking cool when I first saw it. I mean, it still is. Because it's like there's so many movies around this time where they had a creature situation, but you never really get a full-on frontal to really see the creature, you know? Well, yeah, but like it's also a 
first person view of getting eaten by a creature. Right, I know. <laughs> it's pretty I know. cool. I know. You know, that's a whole like category on Pornhub. There's like girls getting eaten by monsters. It's not. It is. Really? Yeah. It's around like tentacle stuff and it's <laughs> like talking about like going to Vons. Yeah, it's in the, like the same aisle as the tentacle ship, but on the other side. How do you know that? But you didn't know that there was like a section of like porn for women on Pornhub. But you know that there's a monster section. <laughs> <laughs> Explain yourself. Why, why would I be like? I wonder if there's porn for women because I know there's porn for women. It's just fucking porn. But it's not just after porn. you. Okay, look. Because how you find about this stuff is you go on. And you think, all right, I'm just going to find something right on the homepage. There's bound to be something right there that's interesting. And you just do the same thing you do on Instagram for three hours on a Sunday afternoon. You just keep swiping. Until before you know it. I don't agree. I go into the categories always. Sometimes it'll be so long that I'm not even going to be doing what my original intentions were for and I'm on like page 78 of like the next button and it's like what the fuck you know what it is, is going on is here? that like guys masturbate and then they're like I'm gonna look at this and I'm gonna look through all the stuff and find a thing and then we're just gonna go and girls are like I'm gonna set a mood we're gonna turn on a candle Turn on. we're gonna light a candle turn on a candle that's my <laughs> I hate to say it, but that's my New York. I'm going to say that to you anytime I want to have sex with you from now on. Be like, you want to turn on a candle, babe? No. Ew, why'd you say (laughs) it with an accent? Because that's what it it sounds like, that kind of fucking phrase. No, no. Okay, so we're going to turn on a candle. I'm sticking with it, and I feel good about it. Okay. And, like, we're going to set a mood, and then, like, we figure out what kind of things we're looking for. We go into the categories and we find a thing. We don't just, like, scroll on the featured page until we okay. die. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's not, that's not a good place to be. It's not. It really isn't. It's not. They don't even fucking Nobody try. categorizes the feature page. It's like in Rick and Morty, when Rick makes fun of Morty for making a Pornhub account, and he's like, well, they figure out your, your interests better yeah. that way. It's the same <laughs> thing. Like, you have to look for a thing. Otherwise, you're just scrolling on, like, you know, what's hot right now. Listen, we're at the very end of this movie where the main people, the last people are going to die, and we're talking about Rick and Morty searching on Pornhub. They're under a bridge. Everybody knows how this movie ends. I know, but we got to talk about this fucking scene, because you think they might survive this. Do we have any evidence that this bridge is, like, some kind of thing they could survive in? Well, no, you hear, like, a bunch of things, like bricks Fall, exploding yeah. like things falling on top so it's, it's a far-fetched it's extremely far-fetched that they're alive i'm just saying that i hope that somebody from either this movie or 10 cloverfield lane still survives which is really just these two or michelle okay, wait, from wait. the other there it goes uh, i mean you still hear them yeah you just hear screaming and roaring and then it ends wait, yeah wait Oh, there's another... Yeah, then there's another blast, and then the, the video The camera's ends. destroyed. Yeah, so we don't know if they're destroyed. Well, the destroyed. camera's not destroyed, because they got the tape. Well, you can't look at it like that. You can't look at it like someone somewhere found this video and made this movie. You can't do that. Why? That's the whole point. It says in the beginning the fucking military just... recovered this tape. 
Uh, I don't know, babe. No, that's that's. I'm, I'm not. What if we're saying also? If it, in the it beginning says. it says the military recovered this tape, that seems like they Wait. were not alive. Property of U.S. government. I'm sorry, not military. Uh, U.S. government. Do not duplicate. Um. Right. That like they didn't have this tape. They didn't return this tape, or or not return it. They didn't like bring it to light or anything. It's just like here. But, but no, no, no. They're but, presenting it in a way where it's been taken in and logged and edited with the before and after disclaimer of this is the property of the United States government. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. There is some kind of implication here that there's something, that this invasion or this dimensional Has already happened. Has already happened and it's not the end of the world. No. Because there's this found footage. Yeah. Yeah, and like, it's kind of cool because it puts you as the audience in the position of like, I mean, if you really want to get nerdy about it, like, you're seeing something that's already been, like, dealt with and documented, kind of, you know? Because mm-hmm. at the end of it, it still says property of the U.S. government, and, like, clearly there's, there, the monster's, like, cries of pain are at the end, too, right? You hear the... I don't know if they're his cries of pain. Well, you hear the monster making noise as He is, yeah, he's making off. noise, but I don't know if that's, like, an attack on the bridge from, like, because they were, uh, they were doing the bomb, Remember, mm-hmm. there was like a final bombing of New York, and that's what was happening at the end. Yeah, that's they what kills them, out. supposedly. So, but we don't know that it kills him. We don't know that he's dead. We don't know that I they're know. dead. We he don't know that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's dead. And I don't think that he's dead, because one of these fucking movies about Cloverfield universe has to have what, what happens after this initial <laughs> attack. And I it know. can't just yeah. be like, hey, everybody lives, we're going to fix things up, we're going to make it regular again. Like, Yeah. There um, has to be still existing threats that are not just human. Yeah, I mean... Fuck. I hope Lenny's not dead. Is it is it that people want to see the event happen? Or they want to know, like, what is it? Is it dimen- interdimensional? Is it? I want to know what happens after and an explanation of, like, what created this initial attack. I don't necessarily need to know, like, ground zero, what happened in a non-found footage way, like you were saying earlier. Like, I don't, I don't feel that way myself. Well, no, I meant... Okay, so is it... Do you think... Most people want to see, like, the initial event from a non-found footage way, from, like, what happens here, and, like, let's say go from the start. Or, like, does the monster die there? I don't think he dies there. I don't think so either. Because I I feel like that shit at the end of um, the Cloverfield Paradox... Where he, like, right. swallows the escape pod. Yes, because nothing in this movie identifies that, like, he grabbed something coming out from space. No. And it's so, in the middle of the day. Yeah. It's in the middle of the day. This is in happens. the middle of the day, too, though. Like, this last... This is the morning. Oh, yeah, that is the morning. When they do but, the explosion. But that would have been fucking a totally different place where that, like, escape pod thing was coming down. They were coming down over the ocean. I have no idea where they are coming. I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just going by, like, where that kind of shit lands in real life. They always come home to the ocean. How many space escape pods do you know of? At least... <laughs> oh, at least half a dozen. I don't know. I love that. <laughs> you 
know what the fuck you I'm talking about. You know a lot about. of skate pod bros. They always come home and land in the ocean. Do they? Yeah. I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know why you're yelling at me like, you know, like, I when don't know. When people come home Who? from space. What people? They land in the I ocean. I cannot definitively say anything about who has come back from okay, space. Well, except I can't, for like we're wasting Neil precious time here. It's this not is precious not time. This just, look. <laughs> they land them shits. It's not called a fucking escape pod, like space balls. You're an or escape Star pod. Wars or You're some an shit. escape pod. <laughs> Landing craft. I don't know what the hell it is. It looks like a space pod to me. It lands in the fucking ocean. Uh, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were not recording anymore. We are. Are we? We are. Yeah. No. The phone. It it keeps recording on the home screen and then it doesn't. It does what it wants to. I don't. You. All right, escape pod face. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> People listening are going to be like, how the fuck does she not know this? That when people return from space... Because I don't pay attention to, like, NASA or alien shit like you do. I literally don't know anything about what happens in space. NASA or aliens. They're in the same category. Neil Armstrong. They're all made up. What? Bullshit. doesn't happen. Oh, my God. Neil Armstrong. Anyway. I'm not having this conversation right now. Look, look. This is all leading up to what I really wanted to say about this last scene in the Cloverfield Paradox where we see the monster eat this thing falling out of space with the people in it. You are. It looks a lot bigger than the monster in this movie, doesn't it? I I feel like that's just because it's like a close-up thing because it's biting it. Like, just like that thing. It is clearly supposed to be the same monster, if that's what you're speculating. I think it's supposed to be the same kind. It's definitely like no. the same kind of creature. You think it's the I, same it's the one? Same it looks a lot monster. bigger to me. I don't agree. It's like, this, the face of it is like the size of a cloud. Because it's grabbing <clears throat> a thing in the sky, a tiny escape pod, with like one person in it. How many people do survive in that movie? Well, Nobody. They don't. But, like, how many people are coming down in that I thing? I think it's just, just the one, one person in the pod. Just her. Everybody just else girl. dies in some way in space? I think so. Is that one mostly people killing people, too? Is it, like, the dude 3D prints the gun? I know that. And then, like, yeah, there's, there's, like, like drama with that fucking thing. Yeah, there's, like, a whole lot of dispute about not trusting the girl that popped into the, the like, you know, popped in from the other dimension. Wait, that ship Should they save stuff? her or not? They do. I don't remember. They don't. We probably should watch it again. Maybe there, maybe there is something there. I don't watch a terrible movie again. Maybe there is something there that we're just not seeing. I will watch it again before the next movie comes out when we get a concrete date of when it's coming, but I'm not going to waste my time to watch a piece of shit movie this far in advance when they just announced It's only 10.15. I would watch it right now. Get fucked! right now. No! <laughs> Even though I know I don't like it, like I would still watch it right now because like my mind is like primed no. to dissect that no. world. no. Okay. You prime your own butthole. Right. I'm I not prime doing prime my own world. I said prime your own butthole. <laughs> Julian Foddy. That's a fun a fun name to say here oh, on the credit. In 3D he just lighting. passed over that. The 3D lighting department here. <laughs> for Cloverfield. <laughs> 2D artists. What the hell did they do? 2D artists, babe. They do the two-dimensional art. Do you remember it's any 2D scenes in this movie? There's no 2D scenes, but all the background stuff that doesn't have to be a monster jumping in your face is 2D. I don't think that's true, but oh. it was just a joke anyway. Oh. You know, come on. Uh. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. What are we doing? We're at an hour and 37 minutes, I think, now at this point. Uh, oh. Or something like that. I don't remember when I stopped the first segment. Oh, okay. 
So, I hope you've watched the movie along with us, because it probably would have been pretty funny with all the other non-related shit going on. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Um, And if you haven't seen 10 Cloverfield Blaine, or uh, the Cloverfield Paradox, but you have seen this one, go watch those. Go watch those, but watch 10 Cloverfield Lane first. Because the other one's going to be a disappointment, but it will help you connect some of the things. Or, you know, honestly, maybe you could just, like, read some articles about that one and just skip it. No, watch it. Don't watch it. You have to be as let down as we are. Ugh. Because then you'll want the new movie even more. Yes. And, like, if the new movie really kicks butt, maybe it'll uh, improve the paradox a little the Cloverfield paradox movie a little bit you know sometimes another movie can do that it can kind of like save the movie before by adding I don't think oh so like this person was that you know yeah I guess possibly it could give me like some more connections to the characters because it's another thing that was really wrong with that movie is that like I had no connection to any of those people and the development didn't give me enough to actually create a connection to care about them. Yeah, I didn't give a shit about a single person. Like, I did care about Michelle (laughs) in 10 Cloverfield Lane and I did care about Emmett. Poor Emmett. Emmett, too, was cool. And, like, everybody in this movie, honestly, like... Yeah, but I I didn't give a shit about the people in um, Cloverfield Paradox. It was just, like... I don't know. It seemed like a lot of other movies... And it didn't do it very well. Yeah, which, I mean, hey, they bought a script. Yeah. That was for another movie. Maybe that movie would have been cool if it wasn't fucking hashtag Cloverfield at the end. That's true. (laughs) You know? Maybe. But I also felt like it was kind of like biting on some parts of the Alien series. Yeah. It was like, yeah, like I said earlier... Event Horizon, Alien, like it, it just yeah, did all the fucking. I, I don't know. I just feel tropes. like it wasn't its own <laughs> unique thing, and to try to revamp it into being a Cloverfield thing, which was really just like, hey, this trigger could be this trigger in the beginning, and also a monster at the end. That's like the only connections. It just felt like, you know, they didn't try that hard. No. So, what do you want to tie this up with? Like, what um. I, there's not really a lot of information about this next installment. There's not. There's yeah. no information. And one of the things people are saying is that they're really keeping it under wraps. But it's supposed to be not found footage and more connected to the main story. So hopefully that means not a uh, pre-existing script that is revamped. But rather a story made just for this universe like the original movie was. So that's all we know. It was just announced in January, so I'm sure we have some time to come before we see what's going to happen, but we're all excited over here. Yeah. Even the dogs. No, they're not. They're not. They're past the fuck they're out. They're past the fuck out snoozing. Yeah. Speaking of the dogs, and um, moving away from the movie talk here, uh, today we were, I was working on some art for the show uh, so we can get a better picture up than just us hanging out doing nothing related to this but um the dogs are involved and uh it's gonna be great they're looking i haven't seen the full picture of things but i've seen the dog parts of it and it's fucking great yeah it's gonna be a take on you don't have to explain no no no, no, hold on it's kind of a play on an old movie poster okay and it's gonna be it's gonna be great and the dogs are on it and i 
went out of my way to scare them for real for their pictures. So when you see this finished product and you see the dogs in there, know that they're actually in fear. Yeah. <laughs> in, in fear from him because they're not afraid of me no matter what I do, but they're always afraid of him. Well, it's because you make me lay down the law, so... I don't make you lay down the law. Don't okay. do it. We don't, don't have to do get it. into that We don't have here. to do that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're as into Cloverfield as we are, even though it's like the person... It's the relationship you just have to keep giving chances over and over and right. over again. Right. Because in the beginning, they were You just great. know, yeah, things could be really good, and sometimes they're terrible, and, you know, what's-his-name keeps coming back, and he's always hooked on drugs, but when he's not hooked on drugs, he's really, really great. Yeah, it's just like that. It's, that's the movie franchise where I want the next one to be the, the deal sealer. Yeah. Let's make this next movie the one where he's gone to rehab and he's really straightened his life out and he's back on track. Yeah. Yeah. Put a ring on it. (laughs) Come on. Come on. You could be the one. You could be the one. All right. (laughs) Let's get the fuck out of here. We we can't. We can't. Yeah. We We can keep rambling, but it's probably not what you guys want, so... We'll see you later, and I hope you enjoyed it, and we're excited for what comes next. I hope you are, too. Okay. Bye. Good night.